So how we read scripture and how we hear scripture depends a lot on who we are, where we are, who we think we are. A few years ago, I did a workshop for alumni of the Langley School of Theology, and so we had a group assembled, most of them clergy, alumni and friends, and I had them read the story of Jesus and the Syrophoenician woman. We did a, a little exercise called Lectio Divina, and we had questions. And so I asked the group, after they'd read the story twice, who has the power in this situation? Several of them answered right away, mostly men, but some women, and they said, Jesus, of course, it's a gospel story. Jesus is in it. Jesus must be the one with the power. So I said, well, okay, let's read it again. Ask the same question. Who has the power? One of the women answered, she does. But you see, we assume if the story is about Jesus, it must have Jesus at its center, and therefore Jesus has the power. And if we think about stepping into the story, and I ask them this too, who do you identify with? And they said, Jesus. And then they said, the disciples. Well, okay, very often we step into that circle around Jesus, but there's no mention of the disciples in this story, is there? It's just this encounter between Jesus and a woman who really shouldn't be there. I used to write a column for the Presbyterian Record, as some of you know. And each month I would take one of the readings for a Sunday and write about it. My original audience was preachers, clergy. Then I discovered, number one, how few ministers knew I wrote the column, and how few ministers actually ever read the record. The people who seemed to appreciate and respond to my writing the most were elders and lay preachers. Some of them, in fact, would, if they had to preach, especially if it was in a pinch, they would read my words. I thought that was, well, that was very humbling. But one fall, I wrote a column on Matthew's version of the story of Jesus and the Syrophoenician woman. And a few months later, I had forwarded to me from the Presbyterian Record office a Christmas card. It came in January or February, but it was a belated Christmas card that had been sent from India from the Christian hospital in Jobat in Madhya Pradesh in North India. Now that hospital was founded by Canadian Presbyterians. And the medical superintendent, Dr. Deborah Teslow, told me about a day when she used that column in devotions for the hospital staff in chapel. Now most of the Christians in that region are Beal tribal people. And Many of the staff in the hospital and patients are Beale people. And over the last 20 years and more, the Beale Christians in Madhya Pradesh have been under constant persecution from outside the state, from within the state. Their churches and homes have been vandalized and burned. Their pastors have been jailed on trumped-up charges. They live in a time of great terror because within the culture, as tribal people, they are below the bottom rung of the caste ladder. They're below the people that for centuries were called the untouchables. They're down with the dogs. 
as far as others are concerned. Dr. Tesla said, those people were troubled by what I wrote because the way they heard it and the way they read the story was that someone like them, someone like them was instrumental in changing Jesus' mind and in causing him, leading him to act with power. And in fact, Matthew, as Matthew tells the story, it does change the course of Jesus' ministry. So who did they stand with when they stepped into the story? Not with Jesus or an imagined ring of disciples. They stood beside the woman who persisted, who dared to ask, and to move Jesus from a reaction to a considered response. I think we can all say that we grew up and absorbed some prejudices, some judgments against people who aren't like us. We can all say, I used to think, I used to believe, I was taught that, and yet our experience of life in this world tells us something different. But can we be open to the truth that can come to us even from someone who we don't think has truth? From a child. From someone who is at the other end of their life. Anyone. Now those folks in Jobat were troubled, so Dr. Tesla went and found someone to tell them it was okay to read, to hear the story, and experience it in that way. So she went and got Pauline Brown. Some of you will know that name. Pauline has been a nurse and public health educator among the Beale people for over 60 years, one of my personal saints. Now, it still troubles me a little that they sought a Westerner to help them, but Pauline said I was right. And for a Canadian Presbyterian, that's a pretty great honor to have Pauline say, you're right. God speaks to us and comes to us in so many ways. But mainly, we know God through a very human Jesus. Think about that.